chromosomes. Little strands of nucleic acids and proteins are the fundamental genetic instructions that tell us who we are at birth. Most people are born with 46 chromosomes, but each year in the United States, about 6,000 people are born with an extra chromosome, making them a person with Down syndrome. If you've ever encountered someone with Down syndrome, you know that they are some of the kindest, most joyful people you will ever meet. They truly have something extra. My name is Lisa Nichols, and I have spent the last 24 years as both the CEO of Technology Partners and as the mother to Allie. Allie has something extra in every sense of the word. I have been blessed to be by her side as she impacts everyone she meets. Through these two important roles as CEO and mother to Allie, I have witnessed countless life lessons that have fundamentally changed the way I look at the world. While you may not have an extra chromosome, every leader has something extra that defines who you are. Join me as I explore the something extra in leaders from all walks of life and discover how that difference in each of them has made a difference in their companies, their families, their communities, and in themselves. Today's guest is not only a good friend of mine, but my personal speaking coach, Lethia Owens. Known for her unparalleled ability to educate and inspire people from every walk of life, Lethia Owens is a branding expert, author, and keynote speaker. She has written over 10 books, including Leading the Way to Success, Yes, You Can, and Your Brand Influence, The Art and Science of Building an Influential Personal Brand. Welcome to my dear friend, Lethia Owens. Uh, Lethia, I'm so excited to have you here with me today and just chatting about different things and about something extra. And uh, Lethia and I have known each other for a few years now, and she's become a dear friend in addition to my coach and mentor and uh, project <laughs> manager, all, all of the above. But Lethia, let's talk a little bit about, I know a little bit about your story. Yes. And I believe that telling a little bit about your story and what you believe the something extra was that got you mm -hmm. through that period of time, I think is going to be very encouraging to other people. You know, my big thing is where you start is not where you have to end up. Mm -hmm. And you certainly mm -hmm. proved that through some of the things that you went through when you were younger. Yes. Can you talk well, to us? Yes. Well, Lisa, first, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to come on your show and share my story and my message with your listening audience. I am honored to have this privilege. So I just want to start off by sharing a little bit about who I am because, you know, people often look at us and they don't understand the journey that we've traveled in order to get where we are. You see, at 15, Lisa, I dropped out of high school. I dropped out of high school and became a teen mom. I had teachers. I had people in my community and even people in my family speak words over my life that essentially communicated that it was over. Right. People look at where we are and what we've experienced and some of the missteps that we make in life and they make judgments about what is possible for us. But I'm excited to share that even though, yes, I did drop out of high school at the age of 15, I did later go on to go back to school and became a straight A student because 
When I looked into my daughter's eyes, I realized, Lisa, she didn't ask to be here. And now it was my responsibility to create a life for her that was better than the life that I had, right? And so what's really interesting is my parents wanted me to go into the military. I wanted to become a cosmetologist. I remember that. But my boyfriend at the time, right, he was a cool guy. He said I should go to college. Now, first of all, Lisa, I was like, I don't know if I really should date him. Like, he's old. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm in high school and he has benefits. He has a job with benefits, right? He was a firefighter. But he was so much more mature and just an amazing guy. And he really challenged me to study for the SAT. And every time I would say, would you take me, you know, to the mall? He would say, sure, after you study for the SAT. (laughs) And he actually had me to create a cassette tape that had all of the Greek and Latin root words, suffixes, and prefixes. So while my friends were on the school bus, jamming to John Cougar Mellencamp, a new edition, I'm listening to a cassette tape that, you know, is playing sub means under. (laughs) Re means to do again. Right. And when it came time to take the SAT, my parents couldn't afford to pay for it. I mean, my parents told me they were trying to buy toilet tissue. They didn't have money for an SAT. So my boyfriend paid for it. And when I circled the schools that I wanted to send my scores to, I just randomly picked six schools, you know, like Harvard, (laughs) Yale, Yale. Columbia, Vanderbilt, and Albany State, which was in my hometown. And six weeks later, I got called to the office. Now, what most people didn't know, Lisa, is that I had a lucrative side hustle selling blow pop lollipops out of my locker. (laughs) (laughs) And that was how I provided for for my daughter. So when I got called to the office, my heart skipped a beat. And I'm thinking, who snitched on me? And when I get to the office, there's a man in the office with my principal. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, they've called the school board over some blow pops. Like, really? (laughs) And before I could even properly introduce myself, this man started shaking a piece of paper. And he said, Lydia, I have a near perfect SAT score, but no college application. Like, what's the deal? Who relieved that it wasn't about the blow <laughs> yeah, pops? It wasn't about I took the blow pops. A deep breath and I said, Oh, that's simple. You know, I'm not going to college. I'm going to be a cosmetologist. And he kind of put his head on his forehead, like, I can't believe this. Like, what is this girl talking about? And then he said, Okay, wait a minute. What if we give you a full ride? And I said, Excuse me, sir, but I don't know you. I'm not getting in a car to go with you anywhere. <laughs> Now, by this time, he's looking extremely frustrated, right? And then he says to me, he says, Lethia, no, what if we give you a full scholarship to attend college? My eyes grew big, and I said, yes, I can do that. And Lisa, the reality of it is, God had his hand of protection over me all along, even in my missteps, even Mm -hmm. when I didn't know it, even bringing me a boyfriend who saw something in me that was more than I saw in myself. Right. And I'm no dumb chick. I married that handsome hunk of chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) And Andre and I have been married now for over 26 years and together for over 31 years. And, you know, it's important that when we meet people who may not be in the best position in their life at the moment, moment or who may be going through something really difficult for them. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to never discount what God can do because each of us have something extra in us. And when it's activated and we realize what it is, we, we mm-hmm. then step on a road and a journey that can lead us to almost 
almost anywhere. Yeah. I have an insatiable thirst for the impossible because I serve a God who we has proven to me. God, yes, don't we? yes, that yes. regardless of where you start, that doesn't really matter. It's where you finish, mm-hmm. right? Look at Esther, right? Yes. In the Bible, right? Oh my goodness. There's so many countless stories in the Bible of people who had a not so great start in life, but who went on to do amazing works right. for the Lord. And so I work every day to be counted among those individuals whose life is a light that points back to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God had definitely had his hand on you Yeah, just with bringing Andre into your life mm-hmm. and him encouraging you. I, I think that is so funny. So everybody else is listening and jamming to their music and you're <laughs> studying Latin. But I bet you ace that vocabulary piece. Yes, yes. <laughs> on it the helps so SAT. much. <laughs> yeah, it still helps today, I'm sure. Yes, it does. So that is really neat. So what do you think, Lethia, during that time, what, what do you think was your something extra that really helped you get through that time? And I, you know, and probably still get you through things today. Absolutely, Lisa, because I believe that over time we just become more and more of who God created us mm. to be. Yes, that's really this journey that we're on. And I would have to say that the word I would use to describe my something extra is tenacity. Like each time I fall, I get back up mm-hmm. and you when, don't give up. Right, right. And when you have an insatiable thirst for the impossible, mm-hmm. you're going to be bruised. You're going to fail. You're going to fall down. And I've just learned to fail faster right. so that I can get to that next level of success that I desire in my heart. Absolutely. And that reminds me of something you told me a long time ago about getting to the next level. It doesn't even matter where you are. There is a next level that every person can get to. Yes, there's always a next level. God says that his desire is for us to go from glory to glory. And so that means that he's constantly making great things even greater. Mm -hmm. And so we live our lives in such a way that that's reflected in how we deal with people and how we conduct business and how we love others. Mm -hmm. Then I think we become an awesome reflection of what's... What he meant for us to be. He created. Yeah. And you were that, Lisa. Like when I met you, it was so interesting because of who I was, the light that was shining through me. People kept saying, you need to meet Lisa Nichols. You need to meet Lisa Nichols. And this happened for like two weeks. And I believe that we have the ability to be intentional about creating serendipity in our lives. I call it intentional serendipity. Mm-hmm. And I like that. because of the intention that I set, right, all of a sudden people over two weeks, people kept saying, you need to meet Lisa Nichols. And guess what happened? At the end of that, on a Friday, I'll never forget it, <laughs> I get a phone call and it goes like this. Hi, this is Jenny Hill. I'm the assistant for Lisa Nichols. And she's <laughs> looking to work with someone, da, 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 you know, and, it, right. and, the, and the story goes on for yeah. her to connect us. And I believe that when we're intentional about the good fortune that we want to create in life, that we begin to magnetically attract that. Right. You know? Yes. And I just think it was not a coincidence. No, it, it was, was a godsidence. That's right. God brought us together. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Because yes. at the time I was doing my due diligence because mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to go to the next level yeah. in my speaking. Uh-huh. And I was looking for a coach. So we started doing the vetting process mm-hmm. and you came out on top, Alethea. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad because we've gone on to do other things together yes, as well. Yes. I, I've learned that God is always in the serendipitous moments that we think are random or 
a coincidence sometimes right. or, or um, not a coincidence mm-hmm. or coincidence. I think I'm trying to say coincidence. Right. But I think that sometimes we forget that he's constantly rearranging things for us to be able to have everything we need to right. do what he's called us to do. As long as we let him have control. That's right. That's right. right. That's, right. That's the key. Wow. Tenacity is the something extra that Lethia used to get her to the next level. We're going to take a short break and then we will be back. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about something so cool going on right now in the Nichols household. Allie, our wonderful daughter and the inspiration for something extra, is competing in the Dancing with the St. Louis Stars event this January. Allie will be the something extra for the night and we need your help. Please go to lisagalenichols.com slash vote, watch a video of Allie's story, and get all the links to vote. Each vote is $10, and you can vote as many times as you like. All of the proceeds support the Independence Center, a community-based rehabilitation program for adults with severe and persistent mental illnesses. This is a fantastic organization, and voting for Allie is a great way to support the important work they are doing. And we want Allie to win. Pause the show, go over to lisagillnichols.com slash vote, and join Team Allie. Lethia, tell me something extra in one of your current team members. I would have to say it's actually two team members, Lisa, Taylor Robinson, and Aramis Bryant. These individuals have brought something to our team that has been difficult for me to find in others, and that is their ability to anticipate my needs. And as a leader, that is huge to have someone who can watch you and listen to you and move and shift into action without you having to make a formal request. And I know you can. I so can relate to that because that is my Jenny Hill. Yeah. She has just walked with me. And so now she can even answer the way that I would answer Absolutely. a question. Isn't that valuable? That is. And as a leader who's responsible for managing a lot of moving parts, I find these qualities extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. And almost anyone that I interview now, I'm always looking for that. They don't always possess that particular something mm-hmm. extra, but mm-hmm. I'm always looking for it because of right. how valuable it is. Yes. Very good. So anticipating the needs That's of right. the leader is important. hmm Tell us a story where something extra was actually missing in you, Lavia. <laughs> okay, well, I took the Strength Finders Assessment, which is a tool used by the Gallup Leadership Institute. And um, Don Clifton and Marcus Buckingham wrote an amazing book called Now Discover Your Strengths. Yes. And when you take the assessment that comes along with the book, it gives you or reveals your top five God-given talents, right? And because I had an opportunity to go and spend a week at the Leadership Institute, I was able to see all 34 of my attributes in order. Mm -hmm. And empathy was number 32 out of 34. (laughs) And when I received that information and saw it on my my assessment, I said to myself, that explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting how even though empathy is not a strength for me, I have learned to pull upon other strengths 
to help me relate more effectively to people. Mm -hmm. And I've discovered that I'm attracted to friends who are super empathetic. So their empathy rubs off on me. Here's a great example. So I'm leading a group at our church and Mm -hmm. I've planned our leadership retreat. And so because I love to cook, Lisa, right, I volunteered to cook all of the food for the weekend. Now we were to arrive at five o'clock, have dinner, and the meeting started at seven. So I cook a great meal and at 6.30, I'm telling everybody, hey, if you want more food, you better come get it because I'm cleaning up the kitchen so we could start on time. And then one of my friends comes over to me and she says, but Melissa and John aren't here yet. And I replied, well, Melissa and John knew what time dinner was. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even give it any thought. And then my friend said, but Lethia, they contributed to the food budget just like everyone else. And because of her empathy, I immediately thought I should probably put a plate aside for them, right? right. And she said, that would be a good idea. Right. (laughs) So she helps me. Tracy helps me to be more empathetic because she reminds me or models for me what that looks like. Mm -hmm. But not having empathy, not realizing that I even lacked it, really caused me early on in my leadership career to not be as effective because I didn't think about Mm -hmm. what the other person was was going through or I didn't think about how a situation was affecting someone. But when I discovered this, I was able to put some things in place. And so I began to lead in a way where my employees would often tell me that they felt encouraged, they felt trained, they felt coached instead of reprimanded, right? And that was really, really important to me. Oh, good. Well, and I think, you know, you bring up something else with me. I mean, understanding your strengths and weaknesses Mm -hmm. is really important as a leader because what you want to do is you want to surround yourself with people that are not like you. Absolutely. Right? And so that's exactly what you've done with bringing Tracy and these other friends that are more empathetic. You're learning from them and they are sometimes maybe filling in the gaps. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. For leaders. And being open when we discover those things about ourselves, it's important that we have dialogue with the people that we're doing life and business with. Mm-hmm. Now, not our customers so much, but like the people that we are committed to working with to move our vision forward and get the work done. It's important that to an extent that we are open and vulnerable and that we're sharing the reality of who we are with them so that they can make adjustments and that so that they can step in where we may be short right. or not as strong because we're communicating with them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's really important for us to be transparent and a little bit vulnerable, if you will. Right. Those are all really great points. Well, what do you think is something extra that every leader needs? No matter who you are, if you are a leader, you need this something extra. What do you think that is, Lethia? So one of my favorite shows is called The Prophet with Marcus Limonis. I don't know if you've ever watched that show. No, I've never watched that. I'll have to watch it now. He goes into companies that are struggling, and as an investor, he evaluates the people, the processes, and the products that they sell. And he makes a decision if he's going to invest in the company. Okay. And watching him and just looking at my life and the role that I've played as a leader and inspiring and leading people and and really encouraging them to come to work and do their best every day. I think while we should keep our eye on profits, and I think while the product that we create is extremely important, I think there's something extra that every leader should possess is a passion for their people. Right. Because if you have a passion for your people, you can bring out the best in them. And we can then position them to take their brilliance and their most creative selves and 
position them to do things and create things and solve problems that otherwise would be impossible. Right. Right. If you're focusing on your people, they can create great products and you can teach them how to follow a process. Right. Well, you know, you hear the big buzzword right now is the employee experience. Mm -hmm. How important the employee customer experience has been important for a very long time. But now it's the employee experience. And how can you build a culture where people really know, and I'm just going to say the word, I'm going to say the word love, Mm. that you love people. And if you truly are loving people, then you're going to do right by those people. One of our mantras here is we've always said, if we do right by our employees, our employees will do right by our customers. I love that. I love that. And I do believe that. And even ancient scripture talks about (laughs) faith, hope, and love. That's right. Right? But what is the greatest of these? Love. It's love, right? I'll never forget working for a leader named Ken Andreezy when I worked at State Farm. And Lisa, there was nothing this man couldn't ask me to do. Why? Because he stretched me beyond my wildest imagination and pulled out of me things that I didn't even know I could do. And he loved me mm-hmm. in a very appropriate way, you know, professionally, but he loved me as a person, person and desired for me to be super successful. And his actions and his words, they all supported that. And so as long as it wasn't illegal and as long as it didn't hurt my family or harm them, there wasn't really anything I wouldn't do for Ken and Dreezy. And right. I think that when we show up as that type of leader, We not only inspire people to bring their best selves to work every day, but we also challenge them to tap in to what they didn't even know was inside of them. Right. Right? Yeah. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. Well, last thing I want to talk about, do you have anything really exciting in your life coming up that you want to talk about and and let our audience know about? Um, Let me think. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lisa, my husband, left corporate America about six months ago, and he has joined me full time in the business because God has given us both the vision to create a space where like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners could come together and learn and grow and stretch by applying Christ-centered strategies that help them grow their faith in their business. When that vision was created, Audacious Faith was born. So we now have a movement that we are championing that really inspires Christian business owners to integrate their faith with their business. They don't have to be two separate things. It's interesting that in the Old Testament, God uses the same word for work as worship, Adova. And so mm. our work is worship to him. And I'm learning that day by day. And I'm extremely passionate about and inspired to share this message with others who have not yet quite positioned God as their CEO. Right? Imagine right. what we could accomplish and what could be possible mm. if we made God our supernatural CEO in our organizations. Yes, I may wear the title, but I'm leaning on the guidance and the wisdom of a mm. source 
force mm. much greater than I. Awesome. Very exciting. So yeah. this is coming up and how will our audience tap into this? Yes. Is this going to be something they can listen to? Or? Once a year, we do a huge virtual conference and listeners can go to myaudaciousfaith.com to find out what's new with us. We have live conferences held at a venue here in St. Louis. And then we have a virtual conference that's held once a year over a three-day period where people can tap in and listen to right from their own home or office. And um, we're really busy about expanding this. We have connections and partners all over the world. And we're really, really working diligently to get this message out to everyone. So exciting. Well, Lethia, thank you so much for being with us today. It is truly a pleasure to uh, sit here as one of your mentees (laughs) (laughs) and uh, be interviewing you. So I want the world to see how wonderful and brilliant you are. Oh, thank you, Lisa. I could do this all day sitting across from you, having a conversation and just um, loving on each other and celebrating with each other the beautiful things that God is doing through our lives. You know, I could do this all day. Thank you for the privilege of this platform. Well, you are very welcome. This is Lisa Nichols. Thank you to our listeners. We are looking forward to talking to you next time on Something Extra. Our show today is executive produced by Brian Muncy. Our technical producer is Daniel Williams. Something Extra with Lisa Nichols is a Technology Partners production. Copyright Technology Partners, Inc., 2018. For show notes or to reach out to Lisa, visit lisagalenichols.com slash something extra. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen.